Dan, welcome. Nice Thanks to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, nice to see you. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the second, I think, yep, second. We've only done one of them. So, yeah, it is the second. The second six sessions. Each week, I get a chance to chat to somebody doing something amazing in the growth space, be that marketing, sales, or CX. All of them are smarter, faster, and better than I am. Although I don't think we've ever had a running race, but I would, I do believe you would be me in that time. <laughs> so I'm hoping some of that rubs off on me at the same time. Each week, I'm going to ask our guests six questions over six minutes. Although if anything, uh, the first session uh, to go by, we failed miserably at that and ended up talking for way more like 15, 20 minutes. But that's cool because you're all getting a lot out of this anyway. But we will try and keep it concise. It's a live video, um, so we're going to try and keep it short and sweet, and it will be unfiltered. So uh, don't judge me if Dan says anything untoward. <laughs> um, this week, it's my pleasure to introduce you to another good friend of mine, taking time out from his turkey leftovers and Black Friday shopping, Dan Murphy. Dan is one of my favorite SaaS marketers. We've worked alongside him for a couple of years since his days at Drift, where he was director of product marketing. More recently, he's the director of marketing at Privy. Side note, anyone playing in the e-com space should definitely check out what Privy are doing. I think it could definitely change the way that your business works, but I'll let Dan talk about that. And in fact, he also just released his own product launching masterclass, sharing what he's learned from over 60 product launches. Dan, I've taken that directly from your website copy, so I'm presuming it's probably more than 60 sites now. If our marketing is anything to go by, you don't actually update that that regularly. I think I have a few more now. Yeah, probably nice. close to 70. Yeah. <laughs> He's written a couple of books on marketing and is a reasonably good company to have a beer with. So with all that in mind, I'm excited to welcome him to the six sessions. Dan, we haven't had a chance to properly catch up in a while. How are things? How's the wide, uh, wild ride of 2020 been for you? Yeah, it's been good. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm drinking coffee because my time, it's uh, it's 11, 10 a.m. here. But next time we'll have to catch up at an hour, we could share a beer and do a live stream. I'm, I'm happy to drink beer at 3 p.m. on a Friday. You might want to consider that at what, like 9 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, it's it's a Friday and we're working because uh, it's Black Friday. We're in Privy, we're in e-commerce. So um, it's a big, big day. Lots of emails coming through. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, one of the things I'm spending the most time on today is screenshotting Black Friday emails because that's that's my world now. And and so we're, we're actually building a huge library of all the, awesome email. So I've opted into a bunch of different emails and we're going to take those and, and use them. Um, it's been a crazy year. Yeah, it's been it's been a great year. Um, it's been one of those years where I've gotten to do a lot of things I wouldn't have really done, like the product launch masterclass, just because like many people, I have so much more time on my calendar, you know, not not commuting. It's, it's so interesting how just not commuting and then you know, other things like not being able to go out, you know, and see friends and, you know, catch up with friends or, or, or have dinner or whatever um, has just it's so much more time. So I've done a couple of little side projects and and uh, it's been a really interesting, fun year. Um, a really good year. I was talking to um, uh, my in-laws or future in-laws last night at, at Thanksgiving on, on Zoom. And what I was saying, like, this year has been a really good year to just kind of reflect. So to do a lot of learning, uh, I've been doing a lot more reading and and uh, uh, catching up on some stuff that I, that I haven't been able to in the past. Um, and a lot of that next year is going to be crazy for for me. I'm getting uh, I'm getting maybe probably not married next year, but the year after, but I got to plan a wedding next year, I'm moving next year, uh, just a whole bunch of stuff going on. So like next year is going to be a lot of like doing and 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 uh, uh, you know, being in different places and doing a lot of stuff, especially where the pandemic hopefully is going to be in better shape. And this year has been a lot of like reflecting and learning. So it's been kind of interesting. It's been uh, it's been a good a good year overall. So, 
so th this has got nothing to do with the questions. I told you we'd end up going off piece and spend way more time. Good. On it. So like, you, are, you are one of my favorite people to like get book recommendations from. So like you're always talking about something that you're reading. I think you were the person yeah. who told me I should read the Boron Letters. Like yep. great, great book. Yeah. What What are you reading at the moment? Like what should I go out and get now? So I'm reading history books at the moment. Um, I'm actually reading about your boy uh, Churchill. Uh, in World War II, The Splendid and the Vile is, is a really good book. I forgot the name of the author. Uh, it just came out, I think, last year. It's a really good um, biography behind the scenes. Really, it's a collection of all the journals and diaries. Everybody kept a diary in England. Maybe you still do this. I don't know, Rich, if you keep a diary, but everyone kept a diary in uh, 1940 in England. So they have this, um, he went through, this author went through like thousands and thousands of of pieces and, and he's putting together this really good book. So I've been doing that, which has actually been a really nice break from like, if I was reading in the last couple of years, it was a business book or a marketing book. Um, most of them, like Baron Letters, recommended by you know Dave Gearhart, my, my boss, and so a lot of my book recommendations come from him. Um, that was a, that that's a really good one. It's a good change of pace, and it's good to like learn about really strong leadership in a time of crisis, right? Which has been a, something you know, especially in in um, in the U.S., something that we've all been uh, uh, paying more attention to. You know, strong leadership and chaos uh, this year uh, than years past. So that that's one. Um, let's see what else did I, have I been reading. Um, I read April Dunford's book, obviously awesome this year. I thought that was good too. Uh, um, positioning. I've uh, been really um, trying to uh, get tighter in that, learn more about positioning, especially being a product marketer. Um, I, a lot of the stuff is self-taught or, or little bits and pieces from other things, and that's a really good book, top to you know, top to bottom, how to approach positioning. So I read that as well, um, and then of course. When you went from privy to, uh, sorry, from drift to privy, you you shared a tweet about like moving, having to move your books out that had sat on your desk for years, but there were a couple you were going to keep on your desk and take mm -hmm. them with you, use them as manual. What were they? I think it was six. Yeah, uh, oh, you're gonna put me on the spot. And make sure because I because I don't have them on my desk anymore. Actually, I have all my books in the back of this this huge desk I have has this like crazy secret compartment, and I actually just this week filled up. I have too many books now. I can't fit like I've been stuffing them in there. I just have a bunch of copies of the book we just did for for Privy, and I don't. I keep to just put them on my coffee table because I don't know where else to put them. You know, it's not like we're hosting and I want to hand them out to people. Hey, this is. I'm cool. sorry, have you, have you written a book? Is that? Going, going to be. It just happens to be right here. What do you know, yeah. Rich? Um, yeah, there's a couple. Like uh, another one is um, the positioning book, the positioning book, um, which I love picking up because it has so many case studies um about like how to reposition against a competitor or you know how this bank in england position themselves against you know you know national banks regional bank versus like just all these really good stories that like when i'm just sitting there like working on something or thinking about you know the next launch or 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 something it's just great to pick up and read a case study and be like oh this is so interesting i wonder how and then you immediately it applies to something you're doing you know so um the positioning book the Brown letters is another good one to have um, those are, those are two. I actually have some more, I should, I, I would have had a whole list of, uh, or, or bag of books ready to go for you, Rich, if we were, if we were going to do a book storytelling, but no, I, I actually just got a couple of new ones. There's a couple, um, um, uh, ads, uh, uh, books that Dave sent me this year. Um, like the like flip books where you can pull out and you can look at different oh, advertisements you mean the from you mean the picture changes and that's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, that picture changes. No, there's some really good ones you can just flip through and get ideas for like ad creatives and like really good copy and stuff like that. So I, I like the books that are just like really easy to pick up and and um and just like like at any moment like I don't want to necessarily sit down and read these books on my that I that I keep you know close by or, or used to keep close by. It's more of just like inspiration. Quickly open it up, go through it, find something that 
you know, is um, uh, inspiring and then, and then use that for, for, um, for my marketing. Right. So we should probably start with the actual questions now, seeing as we are already past eight minutes. But so top line, what's your business? What does Privy do? And it's, yeah. it's a pretty pretty good time of the year to actually describe to people what Privy yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's literally the best <laughs> day of the year to, to describe it. So um, yeah, so we're, uh, we're actually the number one sales app for Shopify. So a lot of people have heard of Shopify. You know, if you're building, um, if you want to sell products online, you really have two choices now. You can go on Amazon, build out your distribution, you know, try to rank in Amazon for certain terms, whether that be, you know, face mask or, you know, uh, light or printer or whatever. Um, or you could build your own site and you would use Shopify to do that. That's where most people will go. I mean, they've got millions of users on Shopify. Um, and so we, uh, when you build your store, the way we like to explain it is if you build your store with Shopify, you can grow your store at Privy. And so with, with Privy, you can grow your email list with things like pop-outs, displays, forms, landing pages. Um, and you can also do all your email marketing, right? So we serve, um, we serve new e-commerce businesses mainly. Like this year, we've had a huge... Um, a, a huge audience where we've got a huge audience of new e-commerce stores, you know, in, in 2020, right. With the world upside down, brick and mortar is transitioning to online. Um, people like you and me have more time. We're doing more things like this. And a lot of people have started e-commerce businesses this year. So um, we've had a huge surge of, of people that have just started their business this year. And they don't really know a lot about e-commerce. They want to, you know, they have a cool product. They might have some exposure. They might have some backstory about their product, but they don't really, really have like the, the marketing skill set, right? And so Privy helps with, you know, it's the tool to help you do that. But we also have built out this year a lot of the education around becoming e-commerce marketing. That's why here, I'll, I'll plug it one more time. That's why we wrote a book about it, the e-commerce marketing handbook, because you know a lot of these small business owners, they just, they're not marketers. That's not, that's not who we serve. We don't serve marketers. We serve business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, and so we, we literally wrote the book on it. It's, it's, uh, and we're selling it now on, on a Shopify store. We built out the whole distribution, fulfillment, everything for it, which was really fun. Um, and uh, so yeah, that, that's what uh, Privy does. Nice. And what's, like, what's your role at Privy? So what do you do? Yeah, so um, I run the brand and product marketing teams. So um, a lot of my background is is product marketing um, uh, at Drift and um, and a little bit before that. And then the brand thing is like I've always sort of done it, and I've worked for Dave for a number of years now, so I've seen him do it at an elite level. And so now I get to to do some of that stuff, which is awesome. I work with um, some really great people on my team on content and um, uh, you know brand awareness plays like the book and, and other things. So uh, yeah, so I manage both the brand and the product marketing side of uh, the Privy marketing team. How did you, so like Drift, uh, like B2B, um, primarily B2B, how mm -hmm. did you find, and I'm aware like Privy is like, um, like you're selling to businesses as well, primarily, but like mm -hmm. how have you found that kind of transition from like kind of like high-end enterprise B2B into kind of entrepreneurial B2B? Yeah. So when I when I joined Drift uh, in 2017, we were really we were talking to not really like VSBs, not like really small businesses like the way Privy is, um, but some SMBs. It was more it was smaller teams, smaller companies um, than what they're selling to now. They've done a great job moving up market, and and obviously it's an enterprise sale now. Um, so it it was similar. Some of the tactics that we did in terms of growing you know, the audience and, 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 you know, feeding the sales team in the early days of, of drift. Um, so it was kind of like when I joined uh, privy this year, it was kind of like just rewinding a couple of years to like that's that size. Cause the marketing team was pretty big. I think it was like 30 or 40 people when I left and at drift. And when I joined privy, we were 
brand new basically we just you know re rebooted the the marketing team and and there was like three or four of us at the time and they were only seven people now or pretty small team so um yeah it was it was uh it was actually kind of like just rewinding and applying some of those and that's the really fun stuff i mean i've always loved doing that um and uh like i did that at, at onshape way back when and and uh it was just really cool to kind of like rewind and, and do, just deal with the problems of a smaller company like building an audience and you know rebooting the content and starting a podcast and you know trying these different brand plays and then we're also trying to rebuild the funnel and 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 you know understand that better so um it it, it it's been it's been really cool to, to do all that stuff again when's the uh product marketing uh product launching masterclassing podcast coming live surely that's the, a good the the podcast uh i don't know if i'm gonna do a podcast on that i've i i've actually i've kind of been reluctant to do my own podcast because um like i've i've done i've done a bunch of guest appearances stuff like that this year and like everybody's starting a podcast and i've been reluctant to do it because i I kind of like versatility and I like kind of like jump around. I don't know if I want to focus on just one topic. Um, the product launch masterclass, the, the course, like that was just, you know, this summer I had some time. I had been talking to a lot of people and they're asking about this thing and that thing. And I just had so much experience with it. I was like, I really want to put this down. I really want to teach this. It'd be cool. And it was fun doing my own little side business, you know, and, and doing something there, which was really cool yeah. and running and doing customer support and building it and billing and all this just fun stuff that, you know, you get to do is, as a you know when you when you build something like that that was that was kind of scratching an itch for me and and also obviously sharing a, a, a framework that that I know has been helpful for people which is great um, I don't think I'll do a podcast on product launches there's a couple of really good ones out there Cody um, from Drift yeah. is doing one getting to market um, he's done a great job I was on that a couple uh, months ago and he's doing a really good job I'm really enjoying that one um, I am going to do a, a segment I haven't announced this to anyone yet I'm working on it but I am going to do a segment. Um, uh, with Marcus Andrews um, on his podcast um, on a specific topic, which I'll, I'll I'll share more about in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna help, launch help it. Help Marcus. Yes, helps yeah. up Marcus. Yeah, I'm sure he likes that. Helps up Marcus. Yeah, Marcus Andrews. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna um, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do a little segment, um, a little track on a specific topic, and interview some people on on his, which is really exciting. So nice. Um, I'm gonna do that, and then we'll see what else happens in in the next couple months. It's been fun, just like having some extra time, being able to do some cool projects on the side. So what, like for you, what got you into marketing in the first place? So my, my in with marketing was video. So I was, um, I did video in college and, uh, and by did video meaning like I was always interested in it. I was like a little screenwriter. Like I had my own little, I did, I did, I shot a few little short films, short videos on, uh, on campus. You know, we had a nice, we had this amazing media center at my college that like no one used with all these cameras, all these, you know, this equipment, like the the trackers the you know the jibs as they call it the little crane um we had a full studio a full studio with teleprompters lights everything and like no one used it and i was just interested in it. i used to work there and i do my fun little projects and then eventually i started doing um a sports show with um one of my buddies who's now a um he's a sports anchor down in south carolina he's actually he's he's been nominated for a couple of emmys like he's really taken off he's really followed followed this path and so he was the on-air talent i was behind the ear like producer and so we started doing this on campus and then we did all this like guerrilla marketing and stuff to like get people on campus to watch the show. And so I kind of was like doing marketing and I was doing video. And then I got an internship at HubSpot um, doing product videos for them as an intern. And that was it. Like I, I, I just, I did it there. Um, I was there for a little under a year, did some stuff and then I got connected for my first startup, my first full like marketing job, not video job, but marketing job at a company called Onshape about uh, six, seven years ago now. And uh, it was just, you know, from there, it was just so much fun. That was like, 
when I joined that company, it was like pre-launch. It was a year out from launch. And we had all this fun, like going in, understand the product, building the website, the content. We were, you know, we had tons of VC backed dollars. So it was, it, you know, we had some freedom. We weren't rushing to market. And so we had to do all these fun projects, build out the email nurture, test all the stuff. And we had this huge launch, which is probably where my fascination with launches started back in, I think the launch was March 2015 or maybe it was 20, uh, no, I think it was 2014. And, uh, and it was just this really cool experience. And so I just kind of fell in love with the small team, building something out, building an audience. I mean, we, we, we grew that, that freemium funnel from, you know, zero when we launched to 30,000 a month in about 18 months, which was pretty awesome. So it was a really cool experience. And then just, you know, I think like most people like you too, right? Like just chasing that feeling of like getting great results, trying something, coming up with an idea, coming up with a plan, you know, executing on it and then getting results. I mean, that's, that's pretty you find more exciting. Like the ideation bit. So like coming up with the ideas and, or, or like actually seeing the numbers come through. Um, I honestly like the in-between. I like, like after the ideas like been created, like actually doing it right. Like I love building stuff. I love building out. Like we've built so many cool things to Privy this year. We, we, we have like, um, we built this, this, um, small marketplace for, for not small marketplace. We built a marketplace for small e-commerce brands. We had about 2,500 on there. And that was like a weekend project. We're like, let's just do this. Let's code it. Let's build it. And I felt it, figure out this thing. And I work with our developer and, you know, just like building that stuff out and then launching it. I think, I do think the gratification of launching it and going out there and like getting results and just like, is everybody's excited about this idea as I am, or like, is this working the way we thought it would work initially? Like this idea, like that, that is, that is a really fun feeling. I think it probably do the you, best. Do you still get nervous on launch day? Like, are, are oh, you yeah. going to show up for your party? Like, is it? <laughs> kind of yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's like that, but it's also like now for me, it's more of like, are, are we attracting the right audience? Right? Like, I, I think I'm at the point where it's like, we're working on like, you know, who we've, who we've built this launch for. Right. And the messaging we've put into it, like, are we actually bringing that audience in? Are they doing the things we want them to do? Are we, are they upgrading? Are they booking meetings with the sales team? Like, I think just because I've done a lot of them now, it's just more of like, it's, it's more focused on, it's not like, are we going to get attention? Cause I think, you know, I've, I've, uh, I've been lucky to be at some companies that it's pretty easy to get attention when you have something new, but is it like, are we, are we right on our bet that we're going to focus on doing these things for the launch because we want to get this result? You know, that's a lot of what like the, the course is about, but you know, um, we, we, now it's like, you know, a couple, it's 48 hours after 72 hours after like looking at the data, did we actually get to where we wanted to get with this launch? That's where, that's where I get nervous. So big top line question for you now, yeah. what's next in marketing? So like 20, 2020 has been a complete shit show of like the, the world throwing everything at Canada's to as marketers to make us have to tear up plans. And what's, what's your best guess of what's next mm -hmm. in marketing for 2021? Well, look, I think uh, one thing that's becoming more and more obvious is podcasting is a medium that everybody, um, everybody's drawn to. And, and, it's, and it's both taken off this year in uh, listenership and also new podcasts, new content being created. Um, podcasts have been a thing for a while, Mark. I don't think there's anything new, anything new. But I think if I were, and I'm not exactly in this position at Privy, but I think if I were at maybe if I was still at Drift or I was at another MarTech company, what I would be thinking about is how do I figure out like the sponsorship model for podcasts? Because there's so much out there. So there's so many people creating new content, especially in marketing. Oh man, I mean, I I'm telling you, I've just been doing all these podcasts for the last, you know, promoting my, my course for the last um, you mean, couple months. You mean <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, I've, but I've done enough that like, 
and it's been working. I haven't, I haven't sent any emails from my course since I launched it other than like launch week. I haven't tweeted about it. I haven't posted anything on LinkedIn. Maybe I have one or once or twice, but I've been getting steady sales just from doing podcast interviews. Like people are listening, people are paying attention. So I'm really interested in like, I think Martech is a good example of like figuring out the podcast sponsorship model to like, like there's, it's not just like you start your own podcast. There's so many, and there's micro podcasts, right? It's kind of like the micro influencer. Like, it's not like you need, you know, LeBron James or, you know, Beyonce to be your influencer. If you have a product, like there's tons of micro influencers. There's so many new podcasts coming up on a layer below the top level that I would be really interested if I was in MarTech to like figure out what does that model look like? How do I get these micro podcast influencers and do sponsorship or co-marketing, whatever that, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, I would be all over that right now if, if I were thinking about 2021 and, and how to like do something that other B2B, you know, SaaS companies aren't doing. So we like, as, a, as an agency, we buy loads of like SaaS tech that like our business is built up around that. And one of the longest pieces of serving software that we've got within the business is 15.5. And that's the yep. where we heard that was just a throwaway comment from somebody on a, it wasn't even ads on a podcast. It was a throwaway comment of somebody talking about using it. And mm -hmm. so like I, that, there's that element of like recommendation and kind of that's what feeds back into it. And it, yeah, it's podcasts like i really dig them but it's like at the same time i'm also and like i'm guilty of it as well i started a podcast with somebody in during lockdown and but there's so much content at the moment i think an amazon guy's just shown up to my front door um <laughs> the okay so that's all the questions that i had for you and we are at like 22 minutes i'm just gonna round off so like dan thanks for being number two in our uh six yeah i'm honored i didn't know it was number two i'm pretty honored that i'm up there top right. five yeah, it's, we'll we'll see. Like you are, you are my at least my second favorite so far. Um, if anyone wants to follow up with you, what's the best way they connect with you? Yeah, uh, well, this is streaming on LinkedIn, so maybe you. I guess you can't see my LinkedIn profile on this, but um, you can see my display name, Daniel J Murphy. Feel free to reach out on LinkedIn. I I always make the joke that I'm pretty bad about LinkedIn messages because I get just like everybody else, I get so much spam. So feel free to also reach out on Twitter. Um, uh, same name on there as well. And, and you can look me up. I'd love, love to connect. I'll, uh, I'll put some, uh, some of those details in the, um, uh, the comments for this as well. And where can people check out the masterclass? Yeah. So it's, um, it's the product launch masterclass.com. Oh, look at that. Look at that. So professional. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, I, I will say you have to type in the whole thing or do that in Google because if you just search, actually, no, I am ranking on page one now for product launch. Maybe it's the product launch masterclass. I think I think I am ranking on page one for there. Uh, I haven't, like I said, I haven't put in the SEO work. I, I probably could for that class, but um, if you just, yeah, if you type in that or or type in the product launch masterclass.com, actually do that on Google because then I get, I think I get, I get better rank for that, right? If people are coming through search for that, I think it's going to help me. So do me a yeah, favor and just depends Google on the volume. Google. But we'll see. Depends on the volume. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's the place to check it out. Any any parting wisdom you want to share with everybody on a Friday afternoon? No, but I want to know what your painting is in the background. It's very interesting. The one on your I right. That's a, it's a, a repo of a Clint, um, famous artist. Other than that, don't really know a lot about it. It's pretty though. It's nice. I like it's the I like the contrast with the blue. It's 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 very nice. They have a nice background setup. Yeah. So this is this is Holly's Holly's office that I'm allowed to use uh, during lockdown. So oh, we have okay. the one in town. This is this is hers, which is. Watch and I always make fun of like I always troll you on Twitter for the the star in the background because it looks like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I always joke that you're a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, big yeah, big yeah. football guy. Yeah, no, yeah. You're a big rugby guy, right? 
Right, yeah. Well, we can't even play that at the moment, but yeah. Yeah. When we can, one day. And then one day, hopefully, you'll be able to be over in Ireland for your stag do, and I'll meet you there. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can actually get that that foot race in. (laughs) Dan, thanks again. I appreciate you hanging out with us on what is your, like, turkey coma day. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the leftovers. Um, thanks, everybody else. Um, we'll see you next week. We've got Dan Kelsall from Offended Marketing um, coming to chat to us as well. So it should be fun. And Unfiltered is probably going to be an issue next week. But that's cool. <laughs> All right. See you later, everybody.